this bulletin, a Senate inquiry into murdered and missing Indigenous women and children convened in Western Australia. And Sydney set to host next Quad Leaders meeting in late May. And the government announces changes to its pharmaceutical benefits scheme. The hearing into the murder of First Nations women will take place in Perth this week. As part of a Senate inquiry, submissions from families of murdered and missing Indigenous women and children will be heard. Nationally, Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander women are 32 times more likely to be hospitalised due to family violence than non-First Nations, First Nations women. Committee member W.A. Green Senator Dorinda Cox says the hearing is an overdue chance to look at the disproportionate rates of First Nations women and children both missing and murdered. A unique ceremony in Perth has brought the cities, Noongar and Maori communities together to honour servicemen and women from both countries. More than a thousand people converged on Perth's Supreme Court gardens for the event marking Anzac Day. A rousing haka from the Maori community kicked off the cultural exchange and Noongar dancers responded, welcoming their First Nations counterparts. This is only the second time the Indigenous Anzac Day service has been held and organisers want the event included in the mainstream dawn service. Shannon Kering was one of the Noongar performers. Well, that's the hardest thing about it. We weren't even citizens. Um, or counted as citizens in their own country. And to actually go over to another foreign country and fight for what is freedom, it's, it's very hard to actually, looking back at it now, comprehend what was going through their minds, knowing that they might not be able to come back into the country. Prime Minister Anthony Albanese has announced that the next squad leaders meeting will be held at the Opera House in Sydney on May 24. The Quad, more commonly known as the Quadrilateral Security Dialogue, includes the leaders of Australia, India, Japan and the United States. The previous meeting was held in Tokyo on May 24, 2022, just a few days after Mr Albanese had won the federal elections. The Prime Minister says discussions will be focused on the global financial situation and the opportunities for investment in the Indo-Pacific. During the hosting of the meeting at the uh, Sydney Opera House, uh, it will be an opportunity to discuss all of those issues and our common interests. Our common interests as democracies, as vibrant economies, as countries who want to work with each other for our common interest in the Indo-Pacific region. Federal Health Minister Mark Butler has announced changes to the federal government's pharmaceutical benefits scheme. Based on the changes, people with chronic diseases will be able to purchase two months' worth of medication with a single visit to their pharmacy. The plan, which has been subject to backlash by the Pharmacy Guild due to medication shortages, will also make it cheaper for consumers. Mr Butler says the changes, which are expected to be applied partially next September, will bring great relief to many people living with chronic illnesses. This will obviously uh, involve much less inconvenience for patients. It will reduce pressure, which we know is substantial on general practice, and importantly, it will halve the cost of those medicines for 6 million patients. 
pressure to increase welfare payment rates is ramping up ahead of the federal budget as more than 300 advocates, politicians and notable Australians pen an open letter to the Prime Minister. Current and former MPs from across the political aisle, along with economists, business and union heads, have called on Anthony Albanese to listen to the government's Economic Inclusion Advisory Committee. Last week, the Inclusion Committee recommended a substantial increase to the job seeker payment and related working age payments as a top priority. Four government backbenchers, Alicia Payne, Kate Thwaites, Louise Miller-Frost and Michelle Ananda-Raja are among the signatories along with Liberal MP Bridget Archer, Independents and Greens MPs on the crossbench. Australian Council of Social Service, New South Wales Chief Executive Joanna Quilty says the daily financial pressures are especially difficult to handle for those living in Australia's remote communities. All of these factors are combining in rural and regional areas and it's those reliant on inadequate income support payments that mean they're living below the poverty line who are absolutely struggling the most. The Victorian government has officially raised the the minimum age of criminal responsibility in the state from 10 to 12 years of age after calls to keep young people out of prisons. The announcement released by State Minister for Emergency Services Jacqueline Symes also confirms that this will be just the first step in the fight against youth crime with the criminal age being further raised to 14 in 2027. Aboriginal and legal advocates have been pushing for this change, stating that there are too many Indigenous children in state prisons. The state government is also, has also, also plans to ensure that children under the age of 14 understand their legal responsibilities. The Federal Energy Minister says that the government's recently announced mandatory code of conduct for gas suppliers will secure more gas at reasonable prices. The new code of conduct or gas code will implement a mechanism that will ensure prices remain down that includes a price cap of $12 per gigajoule. Certain companies could be exempted from the cap such as small local producers or larger companies who meet certain criteria. Energy Minister Chris Bowen has told ABC Radio the new court should satisfy both consumers and producers. This is all about, if you like, cutting the link between very volatile international gas prices and the prices Australian industries and households pay for Australian gas. And that's what we're doing in the consultation paper. The federal government will more than double funding to help protect Australia's national parks. In the upcoming budget, due to be handed down in the second week of May, over $262 million will be allocated to boost the upkeep of national parks across Australia. The funding is expected to create 110 extra jobs to address feral animals and weed infestations. It will also help upgrade visitor facilities and fix broken signage and equipment. The money will also be used to boost conservation and cultural heritage management as well as provide essential housing for rangers. United Nations Secretary General Antonio Guterres has called for an end to the conflict in Sudan, urging leaders to come together to establish a permanent cessation of hostilities. So far, a series of short ceasefires in the past week have either failed or outright or brought only intermittent lulls in the fighting that has raged between the forces of the country's two top generals since April 15. 
The UN Health Agency has confirmed the deaths of at least 159 people, including civilians and fighters, while over 4,000 have been wounded since fighting began. Mr. Guterres says he needs the needs of the people must be given priority. It is incumbent on Sudanese leaders to put the interests of their people front and center. This conflict will not and must not be resolved on the battlefield with the bodies of Sudan's people. The Sudanese people have made their wishes very clear. They want peace and the restoration of civilian rule through the transition to democracy. United States President Joe Biden announced on Tuesday that he will seek a second White House term in 2024. The reaction among a handful of people on the streets of the nation's capital has been mixed. Mr. Biden is 80 years old, and if he wins the November 2024 election, he would be 82 years old when he is inaugurated to a second term. He would be 86 when his term ends, almost a decade higher than the average life expectancy of an American male. Voters appear to be split over President Biden's age. And to sport... Back home, actually, unexpected fall in consumer prices will be welcomed by households stretched thin by expensive goods and services. But while economists foresee a sharp drop in headline inflation in the quarterly consumer price index released on Tuesday, even a generous decline may not be enough to steer the Reserve Bank away from a May interest rate hike. Consumer prices started surging last year due to global supply-side issues, Russia's invasion of Ukraine and stimulus programs during the pandemic, but the Australian Bureau of Statistics inflation quarterly index likely passed its peak last quarter. A Reuters poll forecast a 1.3% lift in headline inflation in the March quarter, down from a 1.9% lift in the final three months of 2022. Medical experts have told an inquiry the Australian Football League must introduce a policy around chronic traumatic encephalopathy and change its culture around concussions to better protect players. About 80, about 80 players are diagnosed with concussion each, each, with concussion each season in the AFL and AFLW. The league's medical chief, Michael McDissie, says while concussion guidelines are in place, official policies are also needed to improve health outcomes for players, given the link between repetitive head trauma and CTE. Michael McDissie has told the Senate inquiry there needs to be a policy to show how seriously the court takes CTE. He says the AFL will have to work more closely with the AFL Players Association to address the issue of concussions. And now having a look at the weather around the country, Broome, sunny day, 32, Perth, showers easing, 21, Adelaide, late shower, 2, 28, Melbourne, mostly sunny, 24, Hobart, sunny, 23, Albury, Wodonga, sunny as well, at the top of 23, Canberra, much the same, 21, Wollongong, partly cloudy, 23, Sydney, similar conditions, 24, Newcastle, partly cloudy, 25, Brisbane, showers, 25, Townsville, sunny, 28, Keynes, shower 2.29, Alice Springs, partly cloudy 31, Darwin, partly cloudy 33, and the Torres Strait Islands are mostly cloudy there and a top of 32 degrees. And that is NITV Radio News. 